Irish Examiner Farming Podcast with FBD Insurance. Farm insurance tailored to you. Visit fbd.ie today. Hello and welcome to the first of the Irish Examiner Farming Podcasts. Noel Baker here in the chair. We'll have more programmes as we go through the year, including teeing up the National Ploughing Championships and looking at issues such as farm finances and succession planning. Keep an eye out for accompanying video on examiner.ie and on related material in the trusty Irish Examiner Farming section for more. All listener input is also welcome. You can email farming at examiner.ie. On to the main business and the perennial issue of farm safety. As we know, the figures are stark. 24 deaths on farms last year, more than half the total number of workplace fatalities. And farming has consistently proven the most dangerous profession in the country. Later, we'll hear from the Health and Safety Authority about common pitfalls and from the Department of Agriculture about what to do if the worst happens. But first, I spoke to Peter Gohery, a farmer from Ballinasloe in County Galway, who's now a trained health and safety educator. He told me about the day almost 10 years ago that changed his life. It was in October 2009. I suppose that was the day that, well, um, is the day that my life changed forever in the sense that uh, I got wrapped up on the power shaft. And it was simple. Around 5 o'clock in the evening, we had finished up all the kind of heavy work that we were doing, and it was only a matter of just tidying up. But at that stage, because it was a nice fine evening, I decided I'd pull out the tight feeder, see what upgrades needed to be done with it for the year going and coming up, and maybe mix up a bit of meal, silage, straw for the animals, you know, that I was just after weaning, and uh, just try it out. So I hooked up to the tight feeder, pulled it out of the shed, didn't think of any of just pushed the, you know, PTO shaft on it and so on, the hydraulic pipes, pulled it out, spun it, and straight away I noticed there was a problem. There was a knock coming from inside the diet feeder. So as I jumped off the tractor. I left my 10-year-old son sitting on the tractor. I left the tractor going with the PTO on because I wanted to see what was knocked. I was going to get up on the back of the diet feeder and look into it. And just as I walked by the back of the tractor, the rear end, I said, sure, the hydraulic pipes are not in correctly. Let me change them. And I just pulled the four hydraulic pipes out. And I stuck them in, in the correct sequence, you know, the way that I'd be able to use them. And uh, <clears> at <throat> that stage, I went to stand back from the tractor. Now, this only took seconds to do, you know, because I was able to do a quick release. You pull them out real quick, shove them in the correct sequence. I noticed I couldn't feel the ground with my left leg. And I looked down and I seen the leg was gone clean off me. So you actually saw it before you felt it? Yeah. You know, I didn't even feel it happening. The loose piece of clothing that was about 100 mil long that I left kind of a tail uh, on the side of the lake, that wrapped around the power shaft. That just got sucked into it, wrapped around it, and then it just pulled everything off me. It was a long road back, I'm sure, to uh, physical health and physical mobility. Um, But it also has changed over the years how you farm. That evening I was rushed into hospital and I was lucky I was rushed into Port Jumpla and then I had to get a guard escort from Port Jumpla and Ballinasloe to Galway because it was October fair day, there was a lot of people around. When I got to Galway, I spent the next three months in Galway. Then I was uh, got home for a few weeks around Christmas time. <clears throat> My Christmas wish was just to go home for Christmas Day and St. Stephen's Day and they allowed me to come out of hospital just before Christmas and said there wasn't much more they could do for me at that stage, but to basically go home and recover, and if there was a problem, come back. So then I got up to Dunleary. I spent 16 weeks up in Dunleary learning how to walk. But 
ultimately you got a new prosthetic in the US and that worked out for you. That changed my life altogether again, you know. It gave me great freedom around the farm to be able to walk around. But on saying that, I still wasn't comfortable with sucklers because of the damage to the good leg, that you know, the, the leg I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't able to run around, stop them from going where they wanted to go, you know. And uh, I ended up getting out of sucklers and I went more into tillage. But as you know, in the last couple of years here in Galway, with a lot of wet weather, tillage isn't a money maker, you know, like in... I wouldn't say I spent a lot on it, but I still had to upgrade the machinery. But I suppose one of the byproducts of this, understandably, is that you're focused on prevention and on increased levels of safety. But you're a strong believer that we need to do more, and you've looked specifically at the Swedish model and the mentoring program that they've had there. Can you explain a bit more about that? Okay. In Sweden, they had a high death rate on farms and forestry. So what they did was they went around and they put a mentoring program together. Now, at the time when we were looking for this, we didn't know it was there, but I was told afterwards that it was there, and we looked into it. And it's the exact same model as kind of what we're looking at is what you'll be putting is someone with survivors and someone that has passion on farm safety. When I mean passion, passion to make sure the farmers don't do the same thing they're doing, uh, taking the chances, make them aware of the consequences you know, of their actions on farms. And not alone are you talking to the farmer, but you're also talking to the family. And it could be someone that was a survivor like me. I reckon there's five or six lads, something similar to me around the country, that would be willing to willing to go into farms, show their scars from a farm accident, and how it happened so simple to them, take their eye off the ball. Because we don't want other farmers to end up like this. Well, sobering stuff. Uh, Next, I spoke with Martina Gormley. She's an agricultural inspector with the Health and Safety Authority, and she told me that the rate of farming fatalities can be linked to other issues in the wider economy. We would have noticed that farming deaths would have decreased during the recession. And one conclusion you could draw is that there were more people coming back to the farm as a means of income and work. Now that the construction sector is starting to uh, boom again, for want of a better word, Again, that labour has gone back to the construction sector. So again, there's a dearth in labour in in relation to the Irish farm. So that, of course, puts more pressure now on the farm again. Um, And time is an issue. Um, So if somebody is, as you mentioned, maybe going off working outside the farm and then trying to do farm work then, maybe evenings and work time, that, that significantly affects how the work is done and the system of work they employ to do that work. However... With good planning, risks can be avoided. You know, it's, it's planning ahead, eliminating risks, thinking how to prevent them. It can be just the simple things, making sure there's reasonable good maintenance on your machinery, like the brakes, the mirrors, the steps on the tractor, just maintaining them and planning ahead. So when there are quiet times, planning ahead. There has been a debate in the last number of years about the role of the peer groups uh, and maybe less of an onus on inspections. Um, But yet, I suppose, when you look at the figures, they're more or less consistent and consistently high. Do you think that um, we'll actually see more of an influence from those peer groups in future so that, let's say, farmers get more ideas from their neighbours and their friends in relation to how to farm safely, and there will be this continued um, focus on that rather than the onus on the inspection? 
I think the inspection is very useful uh, tool. I have carried out farm inspections for close to 17 years, and um, farmers are always welcoming. Farmers, um, there there can be two areas where when you walk into a farm, the farmer will either be, oh, I meant to do that, I knew I had to do that, and this is a good reminder now that I needed to do those three jobs, or he might say to you, God, you know, I'm glad you saw that because I never would have seen that. So I think uh, the inspection is a very important tool to raise awareness and to help in the preventative approach. Um, Also, uh, peer-to-peer is very important. Farmers meeting up, as we know, farming can be a lonely endeavour, often can be isolating. And the idea of meeting up with other farmers, um, it improves knowledge. Um, it, it improves mental health um, and if there is an element of training where farmers can learn from each other and experts I think that's, that's to be welcomed Can I just ask you one final question I mean we all remember uh, more than a decade ago when road traffic fatalities uh, the numbers were soaring everybody was focused on the fact that there was nearly a death a day on the roads and there was a concerted drive by uh, the governments at the time the Road Safety Authority, a lot done in relation to public safety awareness campaigns and so on. Do you think that something similar of, or of a similar scope should be targeted at the farming community? We would always endeavour to reduce fatalities. I mean, last year alone, there were 24 fatalities on farms. Um, out of all workplaces, suffered 47 fatalities last year. So that shows that there was over 50% of the entire Irish workforce 50% of the fatalities happened on farms, and we know that's only about 5% of the workforce is involved in farming. So when you look at those figures, they're alarming. And also if you look at the level of older farmers uh, sustaining injuries on farms as well. So I would say there are actually areas such as older farmers um, and quad bikes is an area where there are increased levels of fatalities. And also you have l- lack of labour And so people are trying to do more work with less time and less labour available. Finally, we spoke with Jack Nolan, a senior inspector in the Department of Agriculture, who began by telling me how the department's efforts to enhance safety on farms dovetails with that of the HSA. We participate in, for example, the Farm Safety Partnership, which the HSA would be part of, along with um, Chagask and FPD Insurance and the farming organisations and so on. And we also have a farm safety scheme that was opened as part of TAMS, you know, the Targets like yeah. Natural Modernisation Scheme, where farmers can get grant aid for putting in equipment or buying tillage equipment or building sheds. And the requirement under that is to attend a half-day safety course, which the HSA say is very effective, because one of the major problems coming from all the research is that what this needs is a change of behaviour on farms more than anything else, you know, for farmers to be aware of their surroundings and to take more time. And anyone that's attended the farm safety course that it's a a very valuable use of time. The the profile of the people who fall victim to accidents on farms and and workplace fatalities in particular, they're obviously an older age profile, which goes along with the age profile, I guess, in general of the farming community. Over the last 10 years, the figure is shocking. Between 2008 and 17, 210 people have died on Irish farms. And 74 of those would be considered older farmers. And 23 then are children. So it's a huge number. And then there was a recent Chagask survey on accidents on farms. And what's happening is that 
those that are actually farming, say the younger farmers, are the ones that get most accidents. So they're surviving the injury or the incident, but they have life-changing injuries, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. So maybe catastrophic injuries, and older people and younger children are being killed through farm accidents. Is the instruction or the training or the direction sufficiently targeted at the older farmer then? I think you're right in what you said, that farming is a way of life, and farmers don't really retire. They want to keep going. But as the intensity of farming increases, say, if you take dairy, for example, the number of cows on farms, as machinery gets bigger, things have changed dramatically on farms. And perhaps farmers haven't changed their practice, but they need to. They're also not as fast as they used to be, you know, to get out of the way of an animal if it's after calving or whatever. So what they need to do is make sure that their facilities make them safe. So before they go near the animals or near the machinery, they need to think. And that information is being given out all the time. But unfortunately, there's such a variety on a, on a farm every single day that you're going from machinery to cattle to something else that things, people, people are rushing or not taking time. Is there not an argument to be made here that if there's a small farmer, let's say, uh, of advanced years who's working on his own or her own uh, predominantly, that maybe they might be able to to avail or they should be able to avail of maybe more targeted financial supports, that kind of thing. Well, there is grant aid available at the moment. It's 40%. So if a farmer invests 2000 at a minimum, they'll get back 40% in a grant under the targets of the Agricultural Modernisation Scheme to deal specifically with what you mentioned there, with animal handling facilities, and to make sure that it's safe. Also, in other areas, like, say... Um, you know, the roof lights on sheds or where there used to be clear plastic in the roofs of sheds to put safety cages underneath that so if anybody's up walking or anything like that. So there are grants available and we would encourage people to, you know, to avail of them. At the moment, the department is paying out a million a week in grants since the start of this year under the targeted agricultural modernisation scheme. And some of that money is definitely relating to increasing safety on farms. What about those people who've actually suffered, as you mentioned previously, the the life-altering or the life-changing injury? Are the supports there to keep them going? Because it can be a long way back. It is. It's very difficult. And that's the frightening thing, that it's, it's, um, it's changing someone's life, and not just their life, but their family and their farm. So what we would ask people to do is to contact the inheritance unit of the Department of Agriculture. And the helpline there is 076-106-4428. And they'll be taken through exactly what they need to do to change over, say, for example, for payments. Um, If there are payments due to the person that has um, passed away or the herd number needs to change to another member of the family or whoever is, is renting or inheriting the farm, that section will take them through it because we want to simplify it rather than having someone having to contact a multitude of divisions within the department. We have a single contact point. And Chagask also offer a free service where there's been a bereavement or a serious injury on the farm. If the farmer or a farm uh, member, a family member, contacts their local Chagask office, somebody will take them through what they need to do, say, for example, in the short term, just minding the animals and keeping the farm going, and in the longer term, to continue to avail of grants and payments from the Department of Agriculture. So there are procedures there in place um, to help people as much as possible through what's a very difficult time. Shine, hopefully you've enjoyed the last 15 or so minutes. A special word of thanks to Griffith College in Cork as well for their help with this one. Stay tuned for more Irish Examiner Farming podcasts later in the year. And in the meantime, keep an eye on our farming supplement and examiner.ie for more. Safe farming. 
Irish Examiner Farming Podcast with FBD Insurance. Farm insurance tailored to you. Visit fbd.ie today.